The podcast Matrix is a system, listener. One that's based on experience, skill sets, and you. There are other hosts, but what I'm telling you is that when it's time to dodge the billing bullets for hosting your entire podcast library online, you won't need to. Plug into the real world podcast hosting solution now at podcastermatrix.com. That's podcastermatrix.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Good morning, good morning. It is early for me, at least, 7 a.m. <laughs> That's early. I know a lot of you guys, uh, in fact, I already got uh, some folks checking in here this morning. Cheryl, good morning. Uh, happy to have you. Thanks for joining me this morning. And Todd, I know you're always an early riser, so uh, appreciate you guys tuning in super early here today for me. Uh, excited to uh, talk to you about some stuff today here um, and had to go really early today because we've got uh, uh, my, my in-laws are in town. And uh, so after our morning volleyball session for my son, we are headed over to do the tours thing here. We're going to Grant's Farm in St. Louis and uh, going to be some fun today. So uh, I wanted to get this going early for everybody. And uh, school starts next week for our son. So um, grandma and grandpa came to town to spend a little time with him before he goes back to school. So excited about that. How's everybody else uh, doing this Saturday morning? What's uh, What are your guys' plans for the morning? Got big plans here today that uh, going to take over the world or do something fun. What's, uh, what's on your schedule for today? So um, for me today, uh, this morning here, the, the, uh, the plan here is to talk about uh, how to strengthen team dynamics. And um, this actually came from uh, my friends over at Print War Magazine, Mike Clark over there asked me if I would uh, be part of an article he's putting together and had some questions for me. And I said, hey, do you mind if I explore this topic on Small Business Saturdays first? And, and he said that would be great. And uh, he'll take some responses from that and uh, and go from there. So Todd says, uh, Cheryl, or sorry, Cheryl said, working on my article. Great. Uh, Cheryl, what's your article about? That's going to be an a e magazine, I'm, I'm assuming. So uh, let me know what that's about, because I uh, definitely want to share that with everybody. And uh, Todd, yes, yes, sir. As usual, per huge, as they would say. <laughs> I don't know if they actually say that or not, as I just said. How about that? <laughs> All right, so let me get uh, get some stuff up there. Okay, I'll push that to the source, and then we'll make that that guy. Yeah, that's not gonna work. So we are going to. Um... <laughs> there you go. Todd says, uh, "I like your style. Talk and let someone else convert my words to print." Um, yeah, in in uh, kind of funny story with that, Todd. Uh, that was actually really the impetus behind starting Small Business Saturday is I had things that I wanted to talk about, articles and blogs I wanted to write and stuff like that, but I couldn't quite get the words out on the paper the way I wanted to. So I said, you know what, why don't I record these as videos first and uh, then go and uh, tick that and turn it into something that's readable. So um, now I've taken that one step further and it's going to let somebody else turn it into something that's readable for me. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm learning, moving on up, right? All right. So um, I, I want to talk about what you see on the screen here. 
Uh, again, shout out to Printware for uh, giving me the topic and and uh, allowing me to share some of that stuff. And oh, yep, Will joining us. Will, yeah, wow, early today. Yeah, Will got. Uh, we're going to Grant's farm later today, so uh, uh, had to had to get this done. So we do some family time. Got the uh, in laws in from out of town in from Phoenix this week, uh, right before my son goes back to school. And uh, Cindy, good morning. Uh, hey, thanks for sending me those pictures. That's re that's really awesome. You're doing some uh, some great stuff over there. I can't wait to see it con continue moving forward. So um, good stuff here. And uh, that's the same way my last article was. It was great. Good stuff. Awesome, you guys. Thank you so much for joining me this early. I know, uh, again, for those of you that uh, are even further west of where I'm at here in St. Louis, it's even earlier. So um, East Coasters, you're probably getting into your second cup of coffee already, but uh, um, those of you on the West Coast, it's got to be wait, it's 5 a.m. over there. So good stuff. All right. So back to what we're going to talk about here. And um, so, yeah, thanks to Printware. Um, also want to give a shout out to Mike Wilkerson. Um, he actually show we did early on in the year asking for suggestions for topics. One of his suggestions was to talk about knee jerk reactions that kill team spirit. So um, this fits right in that same realm here. So uh, let's dive in. All right, Sandy, good morning. Thank you for joining me. Um, excellent, and you guys are up early. I love all the early risers here on Saturday, getting after it, killing it, uh, all of those fun things. So, all right, well, let's, let's move on here. So how to strengthen team dynamics in a shop? So here was the first question they had for me. And uh, let's get that slide moving. Oh, that's not that. If I hit the right button, that would be even better. <laughs> Funny. All right. What are some warning signs that shops teams are disconnected? Um, you know, and, and again, as you guys have your comments, thoughts, and ideas, uh, go ahead and post them up there. I'd love to get your feedback too. I'm going to share mine and then we'll go from there. So the biggest sign to me of trouble in this area is when you have a staff and that their focus, what they're spending most of their time doing day in and day out while they're on the clock there with you is CYA. And for those of you who don't know what CYA means, um, it's, it stands for covering your, and then pick what A means, covering your butt. Um, so that's all they want to do. They want to make sure that they're blaming somebody else, that they're covered, nobody's going to get mad at them, and uh, that's all they care about. They don't care about problem solving. They don't care about finding solutions. They just cut, care about CYA. So that, that to me is the biggest sign that there's some disconnect going on with, with your team and uh, that, that things aren't working out. So that kind of behavior can manifest itself in things like poor customer service, uh, sabotage between departments saying, you know, doing things like, oh, well, if I put this over here, it's going to, they're going to look bad and, and those kinds of things. And, and even into a, a lackadaisical work ethic. So um, those things can all manifest themselves and in, in that way when there's a disconnect there. And to me, this all really comes from a lack of being able to connect with the why, the quote unquote why of going to work each day. Uh, the paycheck only drags your team so far. So to answer this first question, uh, the biggest sign to me is is the CYA. Um, so sorry, I paused there real quick. I wanted to look at some of the comments. Uh, great stuff. Uh, Todd says, management, management not knowing the end process, hands-on and being involved 
from the management perspective is a great thing. So excellent. Yes. Thank you, Todd. That is a, another great, uh, great thing that point to be made as far as this question goes. Um, and then before I go any further here, though, I do want to kind of just take a little side detour here as usual. Hey, this is Aaron. This is what I do. Side, side trips. Um, I know some of you are sitting there going, well, why are we talking about teams? I'm a small business. It's myself. It's me and my wife or myself and my husband or a significant other or one partner, couple part-time employees, you know, things like that. This still happens within even the smallest of businesses. And it's very, very important that you think about that team dynamic. When we've talked about business planning in the past, the second most important thing to cover when it when you're talking about your business plan or your your operation, you know, your plan for your business is how the people are going to interact with each other. So think about the the interaction, how how that's all going to work. Um, you know, I'll give myself as an example. You know, for the things that I do and and the, the different programs and and businesses and whatever you want to call it that I'm involved with with it's my my wife and I. It's just the two of us. Uh, she has, uh, you know, kind of taken the lead on the WeHeart business part of our, our things, but, you know, I've got my consulting and, and all the other things that I'm doing and working on right now. And, you know, we, we can get disconnected too, just, just like uh, a bigger team in a, in a different kind of business could. So we actually have a morning meeting, um, you know, and I'll talk about that here in just a second, my idea on meetings, but we have a morning meeting every day to kind of make sure that we're on the same page. We're working towards the same goal. We all, we both understand who's doing what. And, uh, you know, also it gives us a chance to celebrate the wins and to slow down and, and say, Hey, good job on that yesterday. Way to, way to get that project done. Or, or, you know, Oh, that really worked out well. And, and those kinds of things. So there's my little side detour, um, on all that, but, um, you know, this is for everybody. So even if you're sitting there thinking, okay, well, I could tune out this morning. I don't need to listen to this because I don't have a team. Well, you do have a team. You know, again, even if it's just you, there are some other people that you got to deal with. So how do you, how do you connect with them properly? And, and to me, the way to connect with them properly is making sure that there's a clear understanding of what the business is all about, the, the quote unquote, why of, of what you do every day. All right. So let's, get on to question number two here. And um, all right. How often should a shop owner check in with their crews weekly, daily, et cetera, et cetera. All right. Well, to me, this is an interesting question because I think this is really going to vary pretty drastically based on several different factors. Um, you know, so, but before I get into those factors, let me be really clear about one of my biggest pet peeves in business. This is a personal pet peeve of mine. Some people may disagree with this, and I'm totally fine with that. But my personal pet peeve is, um, yeah, uh, my my whole. Uh, <laughs> sorry, guys, I, I just stopped there because my whole uh, the comments there just broke again. I was talking to Be Live about that yesterday, and and there it goes again. Okay, um, so <laughs> I, I'll have to open up my phone here and see if I can get to the comments. I won't be able to post them up there anymore because they're just gone. So, well. While I go. So anyhow, back to my meetings things. My biggest personal pet peeve about meetings is those meetings that you have just to have a meeting. So an example would be a scheduled morning meeting that really is just for the sake of having a morning meeting, uh, just a check in or one of those things. I hate those. I think those are the dumbest things ever. Hi, I'm Kyleen. 
and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. And, and which is really funny because I just said my wife and I have a morning meeting, but the, the part about the meeting that we have is we actually have a plan. We're both engaged. The, the moment that we show up and it's just kind of like more adding more work to our load is the time we're going to cancel that meeting and stop doing it. All right. So having a meeting just to have a meeting is really incredibly stupid in, in my opinion. So what to me is important is, is there value for the people that are attending? Are they getting something from it? And can they then disseminate that information back to their teams? Then that's a great meeting to have. Otherwise, meetings suck, period. All right. <laughs> so let me go back to the, the factors that I mentioned that, that where and why you should connect and, and how often and things like that. So to me, there's three factors. The first factor is how many people are in the company. The second factor is how clear are the values and visions and why of the company and is everyone on board. And the third factor is what other more efficient tools might you have to share information? Maybe you use something like Slack. Uh, maybe you have a company-wide newsletter for those of the companies that are a little bit bigger. Um, you know, can you guys manage and send emails easily? Do you have notes in a system that are that are easily shared? Things like that. So. Um, Think about those factors when deciding how how often you should have a check-in. Uh, here's my rule of thumb on meetings. If your company has so few people that each person attending can share 10 to 15 minutes and 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 the meeting still be an hour or less, then a, then a daily meeting can be great. So this is basically four to six people in that meeting, all right, at, at, at most. Larger than that, the meeting needs to be clearly structured, and each lead, instead of having everybody in the meeting at the check-in, so to speak, um, each lead of each department needs to show up prepared with feedback to share, and they must be able to take that back to their team. I look at it this way. If someone comes to a meeting and says, I have nothing to share or just give some generic BS more than twice, they don't belong in that meeting. All right, so there's there's my take on meetings. Secondly, when it comes to the values and the why, if you don't have a lot of disconnect, then you can probably limit the meetings and focus your time instead of meetings, focus on things like growth and building more. Um, but if you're still installing your culture, then the more you check in and the more check-ins are needed, because if you don't set the culture as the owner, as the manager, the lowest common denominator will become your business culture. All right. So uh, real quick, I'm going to go see if I can find, <laughs> find this on Facebook on my phone real quick so I can check the comments. So again, I apologize that this is broken here. And of course, that there we go. All right. Go, go to video. If you hear it in the background, um, that's just, <laughs> that's just the fun of doing live videos. Here we go. All right. Um, Okay, here we go. Um, yep, Todd says, it depends on the roles. You can't micromanage, but you also need the, um, the employees know you are there, to know you are there. Uh, Sandy says, morning huddle. Uh, Tina, good morning. Thank you. Todd says, ours was more of a coffee talk. 
check the list from yesterday, make the list for today, give out Wahoo smiles. Um, so, so good stuff there. And uh, yeah, thank you very, very much for, for all that stuff. Yeah. We're going to talk about uh, a huddle. And, and again, like I said, my point is meetings that are just meetings to have meetings, incredibly stupid, good meetings that have a process and everybody's engaged and things like that are invaluable, completely invaluable. So um, Cheryl, I know I missed another comment in there, but it won't let me scroll back any further. Uh, my husband and I working together on the summit is all I got. And then it blanked out on me. So um, totally. Uh, I think you guys were talking about how, how you have a morning meeting as well. I, I think that's, you know, like I said, my wife and I love it. And it's great for us to be able to do that together. You know, we don't have to, we see each other all the time, every day, every night, you know, talking about all sorts of things, but to sit down and have that scheduled and have that be something that we commit to each morning as, as strongly as we can is really great. And it's also great for our relationship, you know, to be honest with you. So um, good stuff there. All right, guys, next question. What does this di dynamic look like? Structured team meetings in the break room, conference room, short chats in the production floor, et cetera. So just like the last question, I think this one has a lot of variables and it depends on your shop and your values. You know, are you guys all about being laid back and fun? Then maybe check-ins are the best at a happy hour or, or something like that. Maybe your business values are more about being professional and structured and, and high quality and all that other stuff. You know, then maybe a formal meeting is better for your values. So really what you want to do is you want to do what feels best for your company. You know, the team is going to let you know what works for them. Again, if they're engaged, if they're excited, they're looking forward to these check-ins, they're looking forward to celebrating their wins, then you've got a winner there. Keep that up, you know, do that more, you know, and, and make that, maybe that's a daily thing and that's okay. Again, as long as everybody's engaged, participating, getting something out of it, not just a, um, I'm checking the box, I attended the meeting um, and, and please let's get this over with as quickly as we can. You know, if you start seeing that, if people are making excuses to miss it, uh, they, they're just, again, just going, no, I don't have anything today. Uh, they spend more time on their phones, <laughs> checking their Facebook feed or something like that. Then that meeting is stupid and you should stop immediately. So, <laughs> um, Todd says ours was more of a coffee talk check. Oh, I think I already read that one. Sorry. Um, and then here we go. When they, when they would do a quarterly meeting that lasted about two hours and go over the overall health of each department and what we could do to help the employees be the best they can. Ultimately, if they fail us, it's because we failed them. Um, Tina says a smile is worth a thousand words. Um, and Todd says dailies were in a shop area. Quarterlies were at corporate office in the conference room. Yeah, good stuff. Thank you. So I, I also have an example um, of, of a great check-in or a great meeting that I was a part of. Um, company that, that I really got me started in this industry, when I started with them, they were a family business. There was just a few other quote-unquote employees, but they, they treated us like family. Um, you know, so it was, there was more family members <clears throat> than there were employees for, at the very start of all this. And, and it was great. <laughs> what happened is they bought lunch nearly every day as they had to feed themselves too. So to them, it was like, you know what, we're just going to get lunch for everybody. And, you know, and I, I was a, a younger person starting out, you know, it was a, a really the first start in my, uh, my career there. So to me, that was awesome. Somebody was buying me lunch, you know, that was really cool. They were buying me lunch. 
And that turned into our, our daily, our daily check-in, you know, lunch was a daily meeting. We talked about our personal lives, the company projects we were working on more and, and no one, including the family, but as well as the employees, nobody worried about the time clock. I don't really even remember if we clocked in or clocked out. It, it, it wasn't really um, even a concern for anybody, but, and, and sometimes they lasted uh, an hour and a half. Sometimes they were 30 minutes, depending on what was going on for the day. And, and we just made a ton of headway every day. It was really cool. It was a great experience. And it really, for me, kind of set it up as like, yeah, this is, this is what I'm interested in doing. And, and just, you know, as a, as a win to that whole thing, that company went on to be on the Inc. Magazine's five, t- top 5,000 list for fastest growing companies in 2006. So, you know, whatever came from that meeting, to me, I think that was where a lot of that built from and a lot of that, that company grew and, and went forward from. So, um, you know, so that's what the dynamic looks like to me. Make sure that it just fits your company. Make sure that it fits the employees, that everybody's engaged. And as soon as people become unengaged, you either have to find out why or you have to scrap it and do something different. All right. All right. Next question here. And uh, let's see here. How can a producer improve dynamics between parts of their shop that might not work directly together? For example, a screen reclaim person and a front office salesperson. Uh, This is a great question. And to me, there's really only one answer to it. Training, training, training. Um, You know, again, I think this is easy. The training part is is really what's going to be key here. So the way to do this is have the front office reclaim screens for a day. And then have the screen reclaimer do the front office job for a day. You know, this isn't where you're just going to say, okay, go reclaim screens and and say good luck or or go answer the phones and say good luck. You're going to have the departments work together. So a front office person will go work with a reclaiming person. A a reclaiming person will go work with a front office person and and they'll, they'll do the job together. You know, so not only will they learn and you'll have some cross training and you'll be able to, you know, get help when, when you're short or something like that, but you'll also have them have that opportunity to sit together and understand what it is that they go through. When two people are sitting together and working together, um, they're going to get connected. It's just, it's human nature. We, we're humans. We can't not do that. You can't sit there with somebody all day and not connect to them at least a little bit. I don't care if they hate each other, they will connect even a little bit. So, um, you know, do have that have that opportunity to go do other things. The other part about all this is that you're going to notice after they do that that they're going to start thinking about what they do with inside their job. They're going to think about how that affects the other people down the road. You know, so if a front office person is putting in an order and they just do kind of a half-assed job, well, guess what? that's going to affect the people down the road. That's going to affect the people burning the screens or the people, you know, even so far as the people reclaiming the screens, because there's going to be a lot of screen opener on them or something like that. <laughs> um, you know, different products that make it difficult because they had to make so many changes on press or things like that. So once that person knows what's going on behind them, then they're going to do a different different job at what they do. They're going to make sure that they've got everything they need. They're going to make sure that what they pass along to the next person, once they understand what that next person's going through, um, is going to be a lot better. So, um, and then 
let me see here. I got a couple comments. Thank you guys. Uh, Cheryl says cross training is so beneficial. And Todd says, when you know all aspects of the job, it's easier to explain what goes into a job when selling. Uh, that's a great idea. And yeah, I, I think especially from a, a salesperson's perspective, um, the more they know about the process, you know, the, the more they can be involved. Um, yeah, I think they should do every job in the uh, in the shop before they actually get out on the road and start talking to your customers. Um, and then Tina says, cross training builds a strong team. No I in team. I love it. Yep. Good stuff. Um, and then another common theme that you guys have probably noticed so far, but uh, for me, that that common theme is make sure the why of the business is really clear. You know, if everybody has a common goal that they're working towards and why we go to work every day. And again, the paycheck's only one bit of it. As humans, we need something else to connect to. We're only going to put up with just going and getting that paycheck and dragging ourselves through that job for so long, or we're just going to be miserable. You know, so if there's some why we're excited about what we're doing, we're helping other people, we've got got something to really connect with, that's going to help. And and you know, so that'll make that training part so much better because again, business is a team sport. And and like Tina said, there's no I in team. So business is all about managing people from everyone from employees to vendors to customers so um really good stuff there let me get a quick drink as i'm about ready to sneeze so hold on one second for me <laughs> all right next question and i think uh let's see i've got two more questions left i think yep um this one and then one more should a shop designate someone other than the owner to head up teamwork initiatives if so why and uh, let me get some comments there. Um, nope. Todd says our best salespeople people were former production workers. So good stuff there, Todd. Going back to the last question. All right. My answer to this question that we've got in front of should a shop designate someone other than the owner to have head up teamwork initiatives. Um, <laughs> and I feel like I've been dancing around all these questions. I really don't mean to, but but I think that some of these questions are tough because like this one, I don't think they should necessarily, but I certainly think that they could as well. So you know, this is a tough one. Not, you know, the owner, the founder, they're the reason, they're the ones setting the why. They're the ones that built this business to start with. So obviously if they can clearly disseminate that to somebody else and have somebody else carry that banner for them, then someone else certainly could head up the teamwork initiative. You know, not every owner is really comfortable being the face of their business and, and, and they're not comfortable being the driver of the, the raw, raw portion of the business. And, and I say raw, raw, not in a, like a, a slight as to what teamwork's all about. That's not a tongue in cheek comment there. Raw, raw in a, you know, this is people interacting with people. You know, there's reason that there's cheerleaders at sporting events. You know, it, it gets people pumped up and excited. And, and we need to do that. We need as humans, we need that extra motivation from time to time to get us through those tough times. You know, when we're, we're, we're getting punched in the mouth by different things, there's there's certainly something to be said by having somebody that's an encourager that's coming along and saying, hey, you guys got this. We're going to do this together. Let's do it. You know, here's why we're doing it. You know, it, I know that it's tough right now. But if we get to that end point, you know, we've we've achieved our goals together. We can do this. Rah, rah. You know, so rah, rah is one of those things that's that's a skill. It's a talent. And it's something that has to be worked on. Um, 
so, you know, it, it is important to, to make sure that whoever's heading up these teamwork initiatives has that ability to do that. You know, so again, if that owner is not the type of person, they just have to make sure that they get really clear with somebody about what the why is, what the vision is. And that person's got to be able to share that very clearly uh, within the company. And it, you know, it really, again, comes from the founder why they started the business. So let me get to some of the co comments. And um, and Todd says, yes, it gives the employees a feeling of ownership. I, I, I totally agree with that. That's a great point, Todd. Um, so if you do designate other people, they feel a part of that. They feel ownership. They're going to go above and beyond. I, I love that. That's a good comment. Uh, they feel involved. They feel like they are a part. And since... They are involved in the daily hands-on. They know how to interact with those around them to produce the best results. So I love that. I, I'm, I'm right there with you. So let's, let's, uh, that's great. And uh, Wes, Tina, sorry, says, yes, when you see others step up and also help build the team, it encourages more participation from everyone. This is not to say do it all the time, but changing it up occasionally with different people shows teamwork. Uh, and then Cheryl says, Owners are usually the visionaries, and most of the time they can convey the vision better than anyone. It also makes the team feel like more than just a worker, but a valuable part. So, man, you guys are awesome. Great feedback. Uh, you know, I, and uh, I hope Mike's going to actually take some of this and, and uh, use your guys' stuff, too. And uh, we'll get from him when this article is going to be posted. But uh um, this is why I love doing this with you guys. So much great stuff there and uh, great points that I didn't even think of. So um, thank you. All right. And the final question, alongside improving morale in the shop, how can improving these dynamics positive, positively affect other components of the business? So I think that this is core of business success. The companies that have the best team dynamics are going to be the most successful because a company is only as good as its weakest link. Okay, so let that sink in for just a second. It's going to be more successful because the, a company is only as good as its weakest link. I 100% believe that statement. Um, so from that, one of my favorite speakers in this area is a gentleman named Brian Adams. And no, this is not the Brian Adams of singer-songwriter fame. Uh, but he's the president of a company called the Olympus Group. They're they're uh, adjacent to our our decorating world here. Um, he makes wide format banners, uh, all sorts of stuff. Really, what they're known for though is they make those mascot costumes that you see out at sporting events. So it's O L Y M P U S Group. Go check them out, Olympus Group. Anyhow, his whole thing uh, as the president of the company is he talks about employee engagement. And he comes right out and says that his company, for the most part, is no different from any of his competitors. They use the same equipment. They buy the same supplies. Yet they are growing where other companies are not. And they're becoming more successful daily. And the thing he points to and the thing that he strives for every day is that his number one job and, and his, in fact, their mission as a company, I, I couldn't find the mission last night, but uh, I've got it in some of my notes from some of the talks that he's given that I've uh, been at, um, basically says that his number one, his mission as a company is to have a great place for his employees to work. And, and that's his focus. His focus is entirely on the employees. He's fully transparent. He uh, works hard to get their feedback 
and he empowers them to do their job to be the best they can be. Um, he's got three or four different locations, and he makes it a point to personally himself at every single location meet a new employee and go over the the company's values with them within the first week of of their employment. Um, so those kinds of things are, are extremely important to him. And in turn, it, it's making his business very successful. The employees love it. Um, and then therefore the customers love working with them because the, the employees care about the customers because they all have this team together. So to me, yes, there's a hugely positive effect uh, for having a great team dynamic. And, and here are my bullet points and, and I'm looking forward to, to reading yours here in just a second. Um, so the first one, improve problem solving when you have a good team dynamic, which then in turn reduces your overhead because your employees are figuring out ways to have less spoilage, to be more efficient, to do all these things because they're connected, they feel a part of it. Uh, the second benefit is better customer service. Uh, they, they care about the company and it shows and the customers see that and feel that. And you're gonna build a more loyal customer base that way. You're gonna get customers going, oh man, you know, Margie is fantastic. She cares about me and I, and you should give her a raise. You're going to hear stuff like that all the time when you have a connected team. Um, the next bullet point to me, the next uh, is you're going to have better pro productivity. Again, they're all working on, on problem solving and, and working together more. So you're going to have more output, which equals more profit. And uh, then the last benefit to me, the last thing I had on my list is it's going to be a better place to spend your days and be happy, which equals happy and healthy employees and a happy and healthy boss. All right. So there's my takes. Uh, let's see here. What other comments we got here? Todd says, when people feel involved, they take ownership of the end product and won't let a crap product go out the door. Yep. There's a benefit right there. Good stuff. All right, guys. Well, let me get myself back on screen here and uh, see if there's any other comments to read. So there we go. There's my take on, on those questions from Printware. And also your guys' take, you guys killed it today. Wonderful stuff. Thank you so much. Really great. If you have any more comments, like I said, I've got it up on my, my phone here to try to read. So apologize that I missed that in the middle and that was a little janky. Um, all right. So I think that's about it. I think it's time to, uh, I got to get myself off to volleyball here. And uh, not my volleyball today. My son's playing today, so uh, he loves it. But we like to get out there a little bit early so he and I can play together for 10, 15 minutes before we get started. So good stuff there. Um, one last thing before I get out of here. I just want to encourage everybody to make sure that you are signed up over here at AaronMontgomery.info slash marketing. Um, my digital marketing webinar is going to be happening in November and I'm starting to send out information about it now. The uh, sign-up page will, will be up. I'm hoping sometime next week. I think I've got it pretty close. I just want to tweak and make some things. Plus, I wanted to get, I, I told, told you guys that have already signed up on here that you're going to be getting some uh, freebies along the way. So um, I've got that all set up to send out to you. And uh, the first real major freebie is actually going to be out sometime this next week, definitely by Friday, but I'm hoping for even sooner than that. So um, for those of you that signed up, you're going to get my marketing strategies template that I've been working on uh, that it's going to sell for 20 bucks a piece. Normally, you're going to get that for free just for signing up over here at AaronMontgomery.info slash marketing. So make sure that uh, you guys get signed up for that. And uh, 
other, other than that, you guys have an awesome day. Let's see here. Cheryl says, have an awesome day with your family. Yep, I, I, I plan on it. Thank you so much. You too, Cheryl. Have a great day out there. And uh, Todd, enjoy the day. Uh, and Todd says he's holding me to that. Absolutely, Todd. You are the the guy that uh, I love. You, you, you know how to get people to take action. And now that I know that you're going to be on me, it's definitely going to happen. <laughs> I love it, Todd. High five. Thanks, dude. All right, guys, you guys rock. Have a great day. And um, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to be answering a question about uh, marketing your businesses next week. And that question actually comes from A&E Magazine. So if you guys have things you want me to talk about, you want to get to, uh, please share. And um, awesome. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.